Hello and welcome back to the Men You Were Not Alone podcast. This will be episode 39. It's a solo episode. And I was sitting in church a little while ago and and uh, something came back to mind that a friend of mine who's an attorney had mentioned to me. I had not thought of it, but it is the importance of a budget. And especially, I mean, a budget is an exceedingly empowering thing to have if your life is not going through turmoil. But if you are a man who's in a storm, in my opinion, the importance of a budget climbs way up the, the the scale of things you should get together for your life. It will be something that doesn't require much effort to do, but it does. It gets rid of that stress of uh, your finances are not adding to the chaos of your life. As you try to deal with a storm, you, you, you need to minimize other avenues of chaos, uncertainty, stuff like that. And it, it does get very stressful when you don't know where your money's going. You don't know with certainty, do I have the money in my budget, in my income to do this? And I don't honestly know how you set financial goals without a budget. Um, I guess you can wing it. And maybe if you have a huge income, it's you can kind of fudge it. But I have been amazed over the years because I am such a nerd and I've helped quite a few people over the years to figure out a budget. And they always say the same thing. People are really reticent to let our culture doesn't live very structured with finances. Uh, We sort of fly by the seat of our pants. I think inherently we know that that's reckless. And when you don't know if something's going... Like we will pay attention to our car to make sure that things are regularly maintained. You know, this is our baby. This is our our whatever. Uh, this is our collector car. This is our sweet pickup. This is our little too fast, too furious street racer. Whatever it might be, you know, guys get into. We watch those like a hawk uh, because we don't want something getting out of order or falling apart. But when it comes to a budget, we we sort of put the blinders on and, and stick our fingers in our ears and and pretend like it's really not going to make that much of a difference. And it really does. And people are reticent. Um, it takes them a while to be comfortable with putting their finances on my table, my kitchen table, and saying, let's dig through this and let's figure out where your money's going because it's going somewhere. And without fail, when we finish sitting down with a budget, they realize I'm not doing this because I care about what you make or what you spend money on. I couldn't care less. I'm just doing this to try to help you understand something. And they have this aha moment when we get done and they're like, oh, I have more money than I thought. Or I'm spending way too much money doing this and it's hurting me here. And this is like, it's just something that helps put numbers on the table uh, puts it on a piece of paper so that you know where it's going when you get it. And that is something that brings, at least I know in my life and the people that I've helped and people who do live by a budget, they don't constantly wonder about their finances. Even if they're super mega tight, even when I was absolutely broke, I still had a budget because I did not want to get into a cycle of of spending more than what I made because that only adds to the stress because then I've got to pay the piper soon down the road. I don't I don't like borrowing money, period. And I never have. But I mean for my house I had to. I just wanted to take a moment and stress to you the importance of doing a budget. It's not complicated. So just take your 
you know what you make. Like you get a paycheck, you get however it is, however you get paid. If you get paid in every two weeks, whatever it is, you know how much per pay period, uh, per month, however it is that your your payment is structured. Um, you just basically are taking your income that and work with your net, you know, not your gross, because what is your net paycheck? What is your net income? Uh, working with the gross doesn't really do anything for you because you still got all your your federal deductions or your state deductions or withholdings that get taken out. So it's just a matter of taking your the net that you make. Go through and look however you need to. Go back and look at receipts. I do a lot of my banking online only because it helps me to sort things super fast. I can see, like I can go through and find, I can go through and find what I've spent on fuel. Like I know, you know, like right now I'm spending just under $400, $389 a month is my average for fuel. So I know that if I'm only budgeting $330 a month for fuel, I'm going to have a shortage somewhere. It's And because I do a budget, I know that. But if you do, if you can get access to your bank account online and you can scroll through your purchases, like go through a full month, find where you've gone to the gas station or whatever, and you've gotten fuel, add all that up and figure out what you're spending per week over the course of a month. If you can do a couple of months, and then divide that up by the number of weeks that those purchases were made. And that gives you a real accurate estimate of what you should be setting aside for fuel. Same with groceries. Same with you, you can average out your electric bills, your water bill, stuff like that. Whatever it is that you're paying, you know what you're, whether you're paying rent or a mortgage, that's going to stay. That's a pretty fixed amount for the most part throughout the year. So that's an easy number to put in. You know what that is. And then you just start with your gross net. Like your what do you actually bring home? And then you can go through and you're just making a line underneath one. Put your items underneath. What are you taking? This is what I make per pay period. And this is what I spend per pay period. However, whatever that is, just take that average per week. If you get paid every two weeks, double it up. Um, and why does my coffee pot always ding when I start doing an episode? Anyway, and then you're just, what you're doing is it will give you an idea of where your money, where you're spending it. Years ago, when I stumbled into uh, Nashville, the Nashville area, I was driving a, a moving truck and and I just kicked the radio on. I don't listen to a lot of radio because my world is so noisy that I enjoy the quiet in my vehicle. It's one of the few places in my in my day that's quiet. But I kicked it on. Dave Ramsey was on there, and and he was just a fledgling radio show back then. I mean, it was he he just had a local audience, like very local, like only the Nashville area. That was pretty much it, which is still a sizable market. But I just listened to him, and I was like, okay, well, this guy's a nerd. You know, I'm a nerd. This guy's a nerd, and so I started listening to him. And what Dave Ramsey does, and he says it himself, is he does finances the same way his grandparents did. And and I remember that with my grandparents. Like my grandpa always lived on a budget. Like my grandpa never had to wonder where did money go? When I get it, this is how much I need to set aside for each of these categories so that I can make sure I'm not borrowing money or pillaging it from my grocery budget to pay for the fuel that I'm lying to myself that I'm not spending that much on. Go through and make the categories that you need to 
And you're just, you're filling in the average amount. It's not complicated. And when you get to the bottom, there's going to be a number. And that's either going to be where where you tend to overspend or you tend to underspend. If you're in a storm, this gives you something to look at and say, okay, I know like at the end of the month, if I am disciplined and I put this amount of money for groceries, this amount of money for my electric bill, and just go down through there, my fuel, my gas bill, I'm trying to think of all the items I have on my budget, but it's everything. Like I have my retirement on my budget and I look for, I I constantly, not constantly, every couple of months I go back and check and I go back and I look at my purchases. Um, If I purchase with a debit card, I try to pay cash for as much as I can, but I go back and make sure that my numbers are accurate for what I'm actually spending now. Like for instance, right now, Gas just jumped to about three fifty a gallon here. Well, four months ago when I did my budget, gas was like two seventy five. For the amount of gas I'm using for my job, that I had to increase the amount I put aside for fuel, and I had to because I have to use that fuel. I had to reduce somewhere else in my budget. Like I, it's not just magic money. I'm not the not the federal government where I just run to the printer and kick out some more hundreds. When I increase it here, I have to decrease it somewhere else. So I, I have to make that choice, but I make that choice in a controlled environment. I'm in control of that choice. It's not just an, oh, crap, at the end of the month, I'm, I'm $175 short. I had to put that on a credit card. Now I have to figure out how to pay that. There's no reason to be doing that. Don't add that chaos to your life. Sit down, go over your expenses. And if you've never done it before, it's going to take you a little bit to kind of figure out, but it is not rocket science. It's very simple math. And what it'll do is it'll start structuring you so that as you're in the middle of a storm, you know, as long as I have this much, I can eat. I can feed my kids. If I have this much in fuel, I know I can get back and forth to work. I have, this is about what it costs me per year to run my vehicle I have to buy tires, brakes, stuff like that. I do most of that work myself. So I'm basically just paying for parts. But like I know about what I've spent because I can go back and look at where I've written down all the things I I take care of on my vehicle. I know like this is about an average of how far I'm getting on these things. So I need to plan on being able, I'm going to have to spend that over the course of the next year to keep it maintained and reliable. Do that with a budget. It's very important. And what it does is you may get done with your budget, like a lot of people I help, and they're like, I didn't realize I have that much left at the end of the month if I stop doing this, if I stop living and just hoping that at the end of the month there's money left over. And these people are able to start putting money into retirement. They get to see, you know, the cost of going out to lunch every day. Like I take my own lunch or I come home for lunch. I don't go out to eat much and the kids and I don't eat out much at all. Maybe once every two weeks, we'll go get some takeout or something like that. But just as a general rule, you know, I can buy four times as much food for the same meal I'm going to eat out. So I would rather eat for most of the week on what it's going to cost me to go eat out than to just have one, have somebody always making my food for me. But it, it it forces you to look at it. And if you're if you're blowing six hundred bucks a month to eat out every day, like that's a startling thing to look at and thinking, okay, what am I giving up? Am I giving up being able to set aside money for a replacement vehicle? Am I 
Am I giving up the opportunity to be able to take, I could be plowing, you know, whatever, 200 bucks a month into retirement, which could be growing or investing it, whatever it is that you you might feel comfortable investing in. But until you have a budget and you know where your money's going, you, the, the concept of trying to invest with just some made up number is really risky. And living without the budget, you are constantly putting yourself at risk of more stress when you realize your method to managing your money isn't working. And yet here, and it's one more thing of stress. I wanted to encourage you, like, if you don't have a budget, sit down, spend a little bit of time and do it. And then it requires very little time after that to maintain your budget and and to adjust it if you need to. And you will need to adjust it because nothing really stays the same cost. It goes up and down. So you can adjust your budget. But once you get kind of a template on a piece of paper where you know what you're spending, you just have to do it. And then you can see how empowering that really is. And it's amazing what just some numbers on a piece of paper and you know exactly what you're doing. And it helps put some feet underneath you so that you know, okay, so if I am, I'm running short here, but I'm spending way too much here. So I need to cut out and go out to lunch only two days a week instead of five days a week. Or I need to eat out only twice a week instead of seven times a week. Um, I have all that money to work with. Well, now I can comfortably pay all the rest of my bills. I can shelf my credit card. I don't have to rely on rotating credit. And I can actually be paying for all of this stuff, accumulating zero debt by the end of the month. you You have to do it to understand what I'm saying. And when you do, it is empowering. And I've lived by a budget for a very long time. And I can't imagine not doing it because it makes me feel like like things are spinning out of control if I don't. And I don't have to wonder every month if I get uh, should get a raise at work. I go ahead and put that in my budget. I make sure like, okay, now I can invest more into retirement. Now I can, I could actually set aside $50 a month toward taking a vacation or whatever it might be. I'm going to leave it at that and check out doing a budget. It's not hard. If you need some help, I'm going to guess that there's somebody around you who is a dorky nerd who enjoys math, or you can figure it out yourself. It's not difficult. If you're listening to this, you know how to figure out a budget, but it will reduce the chaos in your life. And if you're in the middle of a storm, you need to minimize the chaos in any aspect of your life that you can minimize that. And a budget is a very easy way to minimize the financial stress and chaos in your life because it gives you a clear picture of where you're at financially. And then it, it, it lets you set goals based on what your values, based on where you want to be five years from now or a year from now, or how to, how to better manage what you have. I will let that go and I will catch you on the next one.